I'm Gabriel. I'm Gunner. I'm Tillin. And I'm Ben. And welcome back to season two of Reality with a Twist. Uh, we're finally, Woo! finally back. Round of applause, everybody. Woo! After about something yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay, Dylan. <laughs> After Can about a uh, month and a half, um, we we are finally back with more reality with a twist. And I am super pumped, guys. I don't know about you. I oh, think yeah, this I'm calls for a victory screech. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, do we want to start with our drug fact of the week of the bye week? Yeah, drug fact of the bye week. Bye week now, yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, this is me. Uh, I forgot. This is part of my, um, my fault. So yeah. No, so today's drug fact has actually been a topic I have been dealing with all semester in my classes and this would be the cytochrome p450 now you probably got all are thinking now what in the world is a cytochrome p450 that's you guys what i'm that? saying that's, that's, what, that's what, what you guys are saying <laughs> <laughs> so all right well let's start with this a drug enters the body and it somehow has to get broken down right yes all right. Mm-hmm. That way you can't just stay in the body and keep getting processed and processed and processed and you just keep having drug action in your body. That wouldn't be good. Ooh, that'd be it also helps um, that to have something, cytochrome P450 is what breaks it down, but it also is important to have something like that So when you uh, to break down the drug initially when you ingest it So because I guarantee – all right. Let's say you didn't have the cytochrome P450 mm-hmm. and you didn't ever break it down. You would just overdose and die on anything you had. Oh. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So from what I remember in class, cytochrome P450 breaks, it can break up to down to like 75, 90% of the drug uh, before it actually reaches the target cells. Um, hmm. So. Yeah, cytochrome P450s is uh, something that we have in our bodies to help break down drugs. And CYP3A4 is actually the one that breaks down about 50% of drugs. Um, Okay. It's a certain cytochrome P450, and that's where a lot of drug interactions come from. So uh, Mm. if you remember from last season, us talking about grapefruit juice, that is because it inhibits cytochrome P450. Wow. Okay. And okay. so th- uh, there are a lot of drugs that can um, you can overdose on uh, because of grapefruit juice. So, yep. That's insane. That, that is, is insane. Interesting. Yeah. Love the callback to season one as well. I know. So, <laughs> so that is our pharmacy drug fact of the day. Of Thank, the you. Very much. Thank you very much, Gunner. Thank you very much, Gunner. All right. Are you ready with our Spanish word or phrase of the day? Mr. Si. Benson? Ah, Dylan, <laughs> I like that. Me gusta. Okay. Uh, so Me the phrase. Okay, Ben. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> okay, so. Uh, 
I'm just going to say the phrase, and I want you guys to guess what it is. I don't think it'll be too difficult today. So okay. our phrase is, ¿Cuáles son las posibilidades? All the possibilities? Uh, who... Who... <laughs> who... It's Sorry, what, I it's, it's what are the odds? <laughs> yeah. Thank you, guys. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I'm gonna need a victory screech on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Starting with a bang. <laughs> yes, Gunner. Cuales son las posibilidades? Is as far as I can tell, the the best way to say what are the odds in Spanish. So if wow. you're ever trying to have a conversation with uh, somebody who speaks Spanish and you want to make the conversation more interesting, just (laughs) ask them. Cuales son las posibilidades? Diez y cies. Trace. Cinco. Uno, dos, tres, cinco. Ay, ay, ay. I think we're done with the Spanish fact of the day. Yeah. I think we're done. <laughs> Maybe we should retire this. No, I'm kidding. All right. Uh, all right. Now let's talk about. <laughs> now let's talk about the meat of the episode, which is a bit of a. <laughs> the right. what uh, of the episode? The meat of the episode, which is very different in tone than what. <laughs> all right, Gary, Indiana. all right all right so i'd like to start this episode with gary's reputation what do you guys know about gary indiana it is the worst city in indiana it is anytime i talk with an outsider to the hoosier state they always ask me is gary indiana that bad yeah and i say you don't even know (laughs) now now how, how do you define bad um, I tell them, you know how Indy has like its problems. A- amplify mm. that by ten. Okay. Okay. And you get Gary. Okay. Whenever I hear Gary Indiana, my mind always goes to that SpongeBob episode where Gary Indiana was referenced in the hit song "Gary Come Home." <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't notice that. Yep. It's actually about Gary Indiana. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You're my best friend. Um, and then, Ben, what do you think? Um, uh, I just, I mean, I know kind of the same as what the other guys have said. Um, for those of you who don't know, <laughs> Gary, Indiana is like all the way at the very northwest corner uh, mm-hmm. of Indiana. Uh, shout out to Northwest. Uh, it's also short for Gareth. Yes. <laughs> Little known fact, it's short for Gareth. Yeah, if you, uh, if you didn't know that. Yeah. So um, for me and for a lot of Hoosiers, it sounds like you guys too, Gary is almost treated like a horror story. Uh, almost any Hoosier will tell you the same two things about Gary. It's the most dangerous city in the United States, and Michael Jackson is from there. Is that correct? Yeah, that is I correct. forgot yes. about Michael Jackson. I, same here. I was like, really? <laughs> wait, wait, really? All right, so I, I want to know what gave it this reputation and whether that reputation is even accurate. Um, so have you guys been to Gary? No. no, we do everything I, we can to stay out of Gary. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. when Emma and I took our trip up to the region, we uh, or to Northwest Indiana, we we avoided Gary. I have been through it on my way to Chicago a few times, but not like you know for a very long time. Uh, Gary is really a story of the Rust Belt, 
In fact, I'd argue it's the second most well-known example of how cities in the Rust Belt can fall from grace, Detroit obviously being number one. Uh, and of course, this being reality with a twist and all, we're going to have a quiz. Uh, so the first question is, which, yeah. <laughs> which of these cities is also a fallen manufacturing city in the Rust Belt? Uh, a, Anderson, Indiana. B, Akron, Ohio. C, Flint, Michigan. Or D, Buffalo, New York. Ooh, I know this one. I think I do too. Uh, Flint, Flint, Michigan. Flint, Michigan. Yeah, I was going to say Flint, Michigan as well. Flint. Okay, all, everybody says Flint? Yep. 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 All right, let me, let, before we answer, uh, whoever gets the most points today will win an all expenses paid trip to an Indiana Rust Belt city of their choosing. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you, you guys can go to Gary. Uh, uh, you know what? I, 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 I donated. I maybe, maybe I don't want to win. Uh, I, I choose Buffalo, New York. <laughs> all right. So you guys all said Flint, Michigan. Uh, I got you guys. All of these cities are fallen Rust Belt cities oh. where manufacturing jobs reign oh. supreme until in literally every single one of these cities, the jobs abruptly left when the company that employed these people left. Uh, wait, for wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you trying to make us win so we go to Gary, Indiana? <laughs> why, why would you make all the You guys correct? all win. <laughs> you know, no. You're going to Gary. Um, so for Anderson, it was General Motors. I don't know if, if, anybody, if uh, any of you guys have any relatives that worked at Delco Remy. That was up in Anderson. Uh, for Akron, it was Firestone and General Tire. Akron was actually known as the rubber capital of the world as it had almost every major United States tire company based there before a lot of them left. Firestone's the only one I think that's still based. No, maybe it's Goodyear. Goodyear's the one that's still based there. And for Flint, it was also General Motors, um, and Buffalo, uh, as we'll soon see, as we'll soon see, had a very similar story to Gary. Unfortunately, Gary fell much, much further. So Gary used to be a proper proper city by every every definition of the word. At its peak, it had a population comparable to that of Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um, the current second largest city in the, in the state. In fact, Gary, I don't know if you guys knew this. Gary was the second largest city in the state um, at its heyday, which I, I never knew. Um, it is now the ninth. It has uh, about 68,000 people, I believe. Hmm. Um, its population peaked in 1960 with almost 200,000 people calling Gary home. Can you, that's just, that boggles my mind. Um, so believe it or not, believe it or not, Gary was not only a manufacturing city, it was literally a manufactured city. Uh, do you know what company created and built the original city of Gary? Chrysler. Uh, Chrysler? Uh, okay. McDonald. McDo <laughs> McDouble. <laughs> okay. Uh, ben, do you have any guess? Um, not really. Um, okay. I don't. <laughs> Uh, Chrysler was a good guess. That's Kokomo. Uh, Co uh, Kokomo has a Chrysler plant right now. It was the United States Steel Corporation. They literally created and built the original city of Gary. Uh, that was that wasn't a uh, that wasn't a um, quiz question, by the way. That was just a general question. Mm -hmm. This is a quiz question. Oh no! <laughs> what year do you think Gary was plotted? This one's just a shot in the dark. I don't, <laughs> you, you guys won't know this. Um, Nineteen twenty-one is a. B is 1932, C is 1919, and D is 1906. 1919. 
1919 yeah, sounds nice. Okay. It uh, does roll off the tongue. I was going to say 1921. 1921. Well, unfortunately, you guys are all tied still, so it looks like you're all going to Gary because it's 1906 oh. um, when, when it was originally plotted. And honestly, the location of Gary, I think you guys can agree, is incredible. Right on the southern tip of Lake Michigan, at the time, Chicago already had nearly 2 million residents. And not only that, according to Britannica.com, it, quote, lay on navigable water midway between the iron ore beds to the north and the coal region to the south. I had no idea we had an iron ore bed or a coal region. Uh, Large areas were drained, sand dunes removed, and a meandering river rerouted. So a subsidiary of U.S. Steel called the Gary Land Company is who did all the hard work of plotting, planning, and building roads, the sewage system, buildings, waterworks, electrics, all, anything that makes a city a city, a literal company conceptualized and built. Uh, they built it to be a factory city. Um, and I said here, this is a bit inappropriate, TBH, they really pulled a SimCity on that ship Bruh. on God, um, which I don't think was very appropriate, but I did write it down. And finally, for our, well, next, for our next quiz question. Soon enough, people came in droves. The city exploded in population, and by 1930, it had how many people? Two. Fifteenth that. <laughs> you win! You win! <laughs> You're going to Gary! All right. <laughs> A is 15,375 people. B, 56,219 people. C, 100,426 people, or D, exactly 71,000 people? I'm going to say C. Um, I'm going to say A. C, A. Ben, you said C. Dylan, you said A. Gunner, do you have a uh, guess? I'm going to say B. B. Ben, get ready. Pack your bags. Because it's C, 100 1,426 people. And if you guys recall, it was plotted in 1906. Uh, so by my math, that is 24 years. And it went from zero to 100,000 residents. Uh, people came from all over the country because there are so many jobs. There are stories of people moving to Gary, getting a job the next day, and actually working the day after that. So they lived in another state, moved to Gary, and was working two days after they moved, uh, which is, I mean, it sounds like paradise to, to uh, somebody looking for work. Wow. And a vast, oh, sorry, go ahead. I just, I just said, wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and a vast, vast majority of those people had manufacturing jobs. Now, from what I've been setting up here, um, the rest of the short story should be pretty simple. It, it, by this point, it's 1960. The, the the city has almost 200,000 people. It's beautiful. Things are going great. Uh, 40 miles away from Chicago, a beautiful lake right next to you, a job. I'm sure you guys can see this coming, and I already kind of hinted at it. The manufacturing jobs left. And as the jobs left, the people left. Uh, the remaining people were home, uh, jobless and poor and crime soared. That sounds like that should be what, what happened. And it is for the most part, but it's a bit more complicated and nuanced than that. That is all true. There is still a steel mill up in Northwest Indiana, but most of the manufacturing jobs left long ago. So it gets complicated when we look at who all came to Gary in its heyday. 
where did most of the people that flocked to Gary come from? This one I think you guys can totally get. A, Indiana and the Midwest. B, the Great Plains during the 20th century farmer flight. C, the South during the Great Migration. Or D, internationally. I'm going to say B. B, Great Plains during the 20th century farmer flight. Okay. I'm going to say C, the South. C, the South. Okay. And Benjamin? Uh, I think I'm going to say A. A, Indiana and the Midwest? Mm-hmm. All right. Gunner, you are now tied with Ben Ooh. because it was the South during the Great Migration. Uh, and while the most correct answer is C, all of them are technically correct. People came from all over. Um, the farmer flight doesn't exist. I just came up with that one. Uh, there, there, there was, there was the um, that big drought in the Great Plains in the 30s, but that, uh, whatever. Um, Gary was a massive, massive melting pot with a uniquely large population of black people. However, once the job is left, anyone who could leave did, and unfortunately those with enough money to leave were proportionally largely only white people. According to one resident of Gary, Quote, this street used to be filled with good neighbors, mostly whites. Some were Europeans from Spain, Poland, and Germany, and some from Puerto Rico like myself. Then, in 1981, people started moving out. They started seeing black people coming in, and they, uh, and they said they would bring drugs and crime, so they left. And I stayed because I don't judge by color. Uh, that's a quote from Maria Garcia on an article by The Guardian. Links to all of my sources will be in the description of the podcast. And um, this sounds a lot like white flight, and it's exactly what it is, and that's nothing new. And I think it's a, I think we can agree it's a uniquely American issue, white flight. That's what, that's how the suburban sprawl happened. Um, long story short, jobs left, black people were still moving in, white people got racistly scared, as they often do, left, and a city whose economy was built for 200,000 people was now the burden of a much much smaller group of largely unemployed people that couldn't leave or didn't want to. And then kind of with that crime, it's if, if there's not jobs, then, I mean, out of desperation, I mean, crime does arise from poverty. Uh, the population of Gary has been falling and falling nonstop since. It really isn't dangerous anymore. And as one resident of Gary, well, I say that, take it with a grain of salt. It's not dangerous compared to its height of, of how dangerous it was. It used to be, uh, we'll see in a second. As one resident of Gary put it, we used to be the murder capital of the U.S., but there's hardly anybody left to kill. We used to be the drug capital of the U.S., but for that, you need money, and there aren't jobs or things to steal here. It's really a ghost town, um, which is really sad because it's like it's had this horrible reputation sure it's been dangerous um it used like he said it used to be the murder capital of the u.s but it wasn't like it wasn't like it was some kind of uniquely um horrible people that lived there it was just desperate people um with no 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 other place to go um so i wouldn't necessarily vacation there would you guys um probably not yeah, I mean Ben and Gunner are getting uh, very close to that point, but uh, personally, actually, I wouldn't. Actually, this is kind of a problem because that was our last question. Oh no. <laughs> so, okay, so I don't think personally Gary deserves the reputation it has. Uh, there has been a revitalization effort over the past decade or so, 
and the city is actively trying to change his reputation. If you go to the website now, if you go to the website now, it has its own, Gary has its own logo. Uh, Gary.gov. Very prestigious name it has. Yeah, it has a, has a nice little logo, and they, they, they're very open with how they are trying to revitalize. They, uh, at the top of it, they say renaissance, regeneration, revitalization, resetting. So they're, they're pretty self-aware, uh, and they're, they're really trying to, to get better. Um, but that being said, do you boys see a future for Gary in its current state? Um, I would say... Only if it's... Na- oh, go ahead, Ben. Oh. <laughs> I, I was just going to say, I don't know about in our lifetime, but hopefully down the road. Yeah. I, uh... I'll go last. So, um... Ben, what do you... I mean, Ben, <laughs> Dylan, what do you think? <laughs> Dylan, I mean, what do you think? I've seen... It, it's it, You see this a lot across America. You see cities in many states that are just presented with very unfortunate circumstances due mm-hmm. to the people that do certain actions there. But I've also seen many stories where things are able to be turned around. Yeah. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I do think Flint, Michigan was able to resolve their clean water... Their, uh, water drinking problem i believe so yes i believe so, so like you know cities if given the chance and given the proper resources i think can 100 percent improve yeah and and honestly gary from what i've heard from the articles i've seen it's people who visit there and people who live there they they all agree it really isn't dangerous anymore like it's not uniquely dangerous um, it's a Chicago suburb, so just expect a Chicago suburb, and, suburb, and, and I think it'll be pretty similar. Um, from what I've seen, it's pretty good people that live there. It's just they don't. There's not much economic opportunity. Um, and then Gunner, what what do you think? Oh, I said if he got if it like did a whole name change like Larry Indiana, I think it would be ah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, yes. absolutely. Yes, continue with the SpongeBob theme because didn't SpongeBob get a Larry after Gary? Oh shoot! Uh, well, you know, and to, to Gunner's point, you know, Gary come home really did ruin the reputation of Gary <laughs> Indiana. So I think it's good for a name change and look like Larry. Oh my gosh! So you guys agree Larry should be its new name? <laughs> it's such an ugly name. <laughs> How dare you? I, I, Sorry hey, to all my Larrys out there. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. All those Larrys out there, I think you have a beautiful name. I don't. Um, but <laughs> as for me, I actually do. I, I just think it's too good of a location for people to not want to eventually return. Again, I think Ben has a good point. Maybe not in our lifetime. But I think people think with global warming, the Midwest is going to get like a lot more people coming to it. Um, so I just think it's really cheap to live there and it's really good location, super close to Chicago. I think it's going to, I think it's going to get better eventually. And I think we already answered my last question here. Would you guys personally visit Gary? No, Uh, no. (laughs) Well, unluckily for you, Gutter, you're winning a one way trip to (laughs) So wait, did did Ben and Gunner tie? Yes, they did. What? So we 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 do need a clear, decisive winner on yeah. who is going to be sent to Gary, Indiana. Does anybody have a tiebreaker we could do? Um, I 
I don't. I, I, I honestly do not know. I mean, we can make this easy, and we can have them both go to Gary, Indiana. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if you heard this, Dylan, but it's all expenses paid. Um, I, it so. can't be that bad. Like, I, I think everyone can scrunch up ten duck bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to stay in Gary for ten dollars. Um, all right, I have an idea. I have an idea. All right, all right. Whoever can guess closer to the current Gary, Indiana population without looking it up wins. Okay. Um, and I'll give you guys a hint. I'll give you guys a hint. It's between fifty. Well, I. It's between sixty and seventy thousand people. I'm gonna say. 62,700. Okay. And Gunner? 67,209. Gunner, you win! No! (laughs) (laughs) You go to Gary. No, you get to choose which Indiana Rust Belt city. So, like, think any city with a large manufacturing history. So, like, Muncie, I think even Lafayette could work, but you, I mean, you wouldn't want to go to Lafayette. Um, Muncie, Kokomo, (laughs) Gary, Anderson, uh, Greensburg is a Rust Belt city. It currently has a factory. But, yeah, you get to, what city do you want to go to, Gunner? I'll have to think on it. (laughs) Just just have an answer by the end of the episode, or else the deal's off. Oh, okay. (laughs) In that case, let's just do Anderson. (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Anderson. Anderson. Delco yeah. Mimi Gang. Woohoo! I think they have a water park there. All right. <laughs> it's Stay November. It's it. almost November. <laughs> we can sneak in. <laughs> okay. I think it's time for our Roblox game recommendation of the week. Absolutely. So, in the past month that, you know, the show has been gone, a lot of things have been changing in the Roblox yes. atmosphere. And a new trend has arisen, and that being the Roblox butt games. Don't, <laughs> that sounds really bad, but um, these types of games are Roblox things that you normally encounter, but with weird stipulations. And the one I'm recommending today is Roblox, but every second. You gain, you get one plus health. Uh, this is a game that a friend of mine made. Um, it's been featured in a video by the famous YouTuber Flamingo. Um, mm. It's a very relaxing game for the most part. All you do is just you slowly gather up health, and then you go through challenges to claim wins, and use those wins to pretty much rebirth and get to the highest point in the leaderboard. It's a great time. I would definitely recommend... Every single one of you play Roblox, but every second you get plus one health. Don't play yes. the Roblox butt games, if you know what I mean. Those aren't those aren't. Yeah, don't. Yeah, not those kind of. But that shouldn't be on Roblox. They definitely should not be on Roblox. Yeah. Yes. All right. Are we ready for our car fact of the week? Of course. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you guys remember Daewoo? <laughs> Got, does Daewoo ring a bell to you guys? Like, vaguely. Yeah. No. It's new to me. So, Daewoo was a South Korean automotive manufacturer that worked closely with General Motors before getting completely bought out after declaring bankruptcy, bankruptcy in 1999. Uh, General Motors bought them in 2002, and if you've ever heard of the Chevrolet Aveo or Chevrolet Spark, that was actually a Daewoo developed vehicle. So, uh, if you just Google Chevy Aveo... 
that's a Daewoo. Daewoo hmm. did have some like actual domestic vehicle, like the cars they sold domestically. I think the most popular was the Daewoo Lanos or Lanos. Um, they're they're bad cars. They were never very good cars, but yeah, Daewoo was they sold uh, in the in um, the U.S. Uh, until 1999. So there you go. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've never heard of that before. So it is definitely it is definitely an interesting car fact. Yes, Daewoo. All right, are you guys ready for our first local artist of the week of mm-hmm. season two? I'm so yes. ready. Ooh, okay. So this week, I've actually found these guys before our season finale last month, or yeah, last yeah last month. Uh, it is Home Phone with their song Na 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 Boo Boo. Uh, <laughs> so we're on a Fort Wayne kick here at Reality with a Twist. Home Phone is a critically underrated band from Fort Wayne. Uh, my personal favorite is their most popular Na 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 Boo Boo because I'm basic, uh, but the entire album is a great listen. They describe themselves as indie pop, and their debut EP is self-titled, and I highly recommend you guys take a listen. So if you guys want to head over to uh, Spotify real quick and, and look up Home Phone, or you can just look up Na 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 Boo Boo. I'm sure you will. Um, h- how would you spell Na 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 Boo Boo? It is um, N-A-H space, N-A-H space, N-A-H space, N-A-H space, B-O-O space, B-O-O. Na 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 Boo Boo. Yeah, nothing's showing up. Not a single thing is showing up? Nope. All right, look up home phone, two words. There it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, literally nothing shows up. Wow, okay. Uh, you guys all ready? Yeah. Yep. All right, yep. let's take a listen. Three, two, one. Na 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 Boo Boo by Home Phone. Uh, you can find them on Spotify at Home Phone, two words, or you can uh, find them on Instagram at Home Phone Fort Wayne. What do you guys think? I loved it. That was a, yeah, it was pretty I, good. It had a really unique vibe to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, despite the name, which was definitely an interesting choice to have for a song name. It was actually a very relaxing song. A yes. very laid back one. And it is going into my personal playlist. Oh nice. Good. I, it's been I, on mine for a while now. The the like I said earlier, the entire EP is worth a listen. I think Ioka Utah is the other one I really like from it. Let me look. 
Uh, yeah, I think it's Ioka Utah is a really good one. And I think Slime Kid might be good too, but it's been a while since I've listened to the entire EP. So, um, with that being said, anybody else have any uh, segments? Why are you asking us? Just in case you guys came up with one. Um, oh. Uh, yeah, the oh section. Yeah, so oh, okay. um, we had done this once last season where mm-hmm. we each gave a song that has been stuck on our minds um, and that we've been really enjoying lately. So should we go around? Yes. Let's yes. do it. Um, right. I, I can go first if you guys want. Sure. Go for it. All right. Let me find it real quick. Oh, this is not the time, Spotify. All right. I have been loving a band called Melt recently. Uh, they are, I think they describe themselves as, let me see what they describe themselves as. Um, let me look it up. All right, so Google describes them as R&B slash soul, um, which I don't, I'm not sure if I entirely... Yeah, they describe themselves as indie soul, which I think is a bit more accurate. But their song, Sour Candy, is just such a feel-good, jazzy, soul-filled... Oh, it's just such a good song. Um, I fell in love with it immediately, so please check out Melt. I I really... I want to see them live, but they came to Bloomington, like, right before I discovered them. So they are long gone, unfortunately. Hmm. Nice. Um, I'll go. So a band that's really, I've been really enjoying is a eighties classic Oingo Boingo. Um, so Oingo Boingo is just a really goofy new wave, um, group that does some really, really unorthodox sound, uh, while incorporating a brass section, which made it very unique. Um, so overall it's just, um, it's not a band you're supposed to take very seriously and they do that on purpose. Um, but it's just really fun songs to listen to. Um, my personal favorite recently has been, uh, nothing bad ever happens to me on their good for the soul album. Hmm. Very nice. I'll probably check that one out. Give it a listen. Yeah. Yeah, Wonderful. Um, I guess I will go next. Uh, one artist that I have been listening to is a person by the name of Fear of Dark. No spaces in between any of those words. Pretty much, uh, their music is, doesn't have any lyrics, doesn't, you know, no, no cinema behind it. It's literally just music that sounds like it would belong in a Sega Genesis game or stuff like that. And a personal favorite of mine from them is Rolling Down the Street in My Katamari. Um, I think it's a very, uh, very retro-esque, relaxing song. Uh, I wouldn't say vaporwave, because I feel like that word's kind of redundant now at this point, thanks to the internet. But it, re- it brings me back to a time of, like, nostalgia when it comes to classic gaming. And so I would definitely recommend them. Yeah. Nice. Mr. Benjamin. All right. Um... I think the one that I've been listening to the most um, uh, is this kind of um, underground artist. I don't know if many of you would know him. Uh, he goes by The Weeknd. Um, <laughs> there's no well, e. I've heard of him. You have or haven't? I've, I've never never heard of The Weeknd. Okay, I, I thought probably not. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. So 
the song that I've been listening to by him the most lately is Gasoline. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard that one. Um, usually, I'm not the biggest fan of The Weeknd, but this one, for some reason, has just been, like, I just don't get tired of it, so. Oh. Wow. That's yeah. rare. Yeah. That is very rare. To find a song that I don't get tired of, of course. All right. With that being said, are you guys ready for our first What Are the Odds segment of Season 2? I sure two? am. I sure am as well. Oh, so does anybody want to go first? Okay, I got one. Okay. Ooh, okay. All right. Ben, what are the odds that you call your parents and all you say is it burns when I pee? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, I'm going to have to say... 28 on that one okay all right i'll count Uh, you guys down okay go ahead all right three two one eleven twenty six oh definitely did not hit (laughs) yeah did not hit i'm thankful (laughs) um all right who wants to go next um i can go next i also had one for ben so apologies for double hitting me there um but ben (laughs) Yes. Have you ever hit your head on a table before? <laughs> I mean, we've all been there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. But like, were you particularly one that may have, you know, uploaded it to YouTube as well? We've all been there. <laughs> right. Yeah. But let's just say, what are the odds that you create a hit video back a few some years ago? Where you, and I quote, hit your head on a table. <laughs> Wait, so recreate yes. it? Recreate it. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh man. Oh, I had a bump on my head for literally <laughs> a week and a half, I think. Oh, my God. Um, so, <laughs> that being said, 35. 35? 40, 35. Right, I'll count down. Three, okay. two, one. Twenty-six. Eleven. Oh. Oh, what? Oh. What? Wait, did you guys say eleven and twenty-six? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Is it the exact same? Thing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Um, I also have one for Ben. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> what are the odds you have to meow like Gary from SpongeBob after every <laughs> sentence you say for the remainder of this podcast in the first five minutes of the next one? <laughs> <laughs> wow, um, that one's not terribly bad. I'll say fifteen. Fifteen? Yeah. All right. All right. I'll count you guys down. Three, two, one. Two. Six. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. Nards. Um, okay. Dylan. Oh, yep. You know how some people, um, like, shave that little line into their eyebrow? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my yeah, I, I'm, I'm aware. I'm aware. What are the odds you do that in... <laughs> both of your eyebrows 
<laughs> okay. So, I have to go on video calls. Very important people. A lot. <laughs> I'm going to say 200. No, 250. All right, I will oh, count man. down. Okay. Three, two, one. Five. 78. It okay. did hit. Um, so I'm, I'm not insane. <laughs> <laughs> so that means you have to elect one. What do you guys want? Wait, but three of these are on me. Yeah, but they can go to somebody else. Yeah, they know? can go to somebody else. Oh, okay. Um, I say... I, I'm good with two. Guy, bro. I'm good with either... Meow like Gary from Spongebob. Or the... Call your parents and tell them it burns when you pee. Um, I would prefer meow. All right, meow after. Okay, like I Gary. I uh, vote for it burns when it pees. Okay, so we have. I voted for both, so I guess I have to choose one. Uh, ben, what do you say? Oh man. I think the burn it burns when it pees is really funny, but I I'm also terrified of that happening to me. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say it burns when I pee. I I was no! gonna say it burns when I pee too. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. Gutter, that was a really good, that was a really good one. Yeah. All right, all right, I'll start us off. Um, oh, Gunner, you uh, go ahead. Ten. Oh. What? Okay. I, I will say the number with you, Mr. Gunner. I'll crush right. you guys down. Okay, three, two, one, eight. Three. Okay, oh, I will no. go next. I will say eight. All right, I'll say the uh, number. All right. all right. I'll count you guys down. Three, two, one. Four. Three. Oh, that was a close one. Dylan? Uh, okay. I'll say six. Okay. okay. I'll, I'll say it uh, with you. I'll count okay. down. Three, two, one. Six. Three. Uh, okay. <sighs> ben? I'll say five. <gasps> I'll right. say the number with you. I'll count down. I'll count. Oh, okay, cool. Three, two, one. One. Two. <sighs> All right. All right, Gunnar goes back to you. <laughs> Four. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, am I saying yeah. the number with you? I uh, sure. Okay. Three, two, one. Two. One. Oh, oh. right. I'll, I'll say three. <laughs> oh no. Okay. I'll count you guys down. Whoever wants to say the number with Gabe. I'll say the number. All right. Okay. Three, two. One. 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 Yes! Oh, yes! I had yes! a feeling I was going to hit. Yes! All right. Yes! Um, um, <laughs> do, do it like No, you have to say it really it serious. Like... All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, put her on speaker. Okay. Do you think she'll pick up? Yeah, probably. She hung up! <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me try, let me try, let me try again.
Bruh. <laughs> what? Alright, um What do we want to do? Alright. Um, call call a um uh Little Caesars on the West Coast. <laughs> and tell him it burns when I pee. I don't yeah, know, right, Gabe. Nice. Who else are you gonna call? <laughs> Is there Go- Ghostbusters? Any, any? I could <laughs> I could call my sister. Okay. I think it'd be funnier if it. Well, okay. You do, you do whatever. It's gonna be funny no matter what. Alright. <laughs> might be in bed. It's a work. It's a work night. Please leave your message for... Uh, <laughs> no, no. All right, sounds me, like it's going to be a Little Caesars. Yeah, it sounds like it has to be a Little Caesars on the West Coast. Let me see if there's any in uh, where... Let me see. Portland or Seattle? What, what do you guys think? Portland or Seattle? Um, I was thinking California, but... California? Okay. Uh, how do I How do I get mine to be like an unknown number? Star uh, 6, 7. Four six seven. Star six seven. Star six seven. Okay. Yeah. Do not. Don't you dare put four six seven. <laughs> Little Caesars. Star six seven. Do you just put that before the number? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'll do this one. San Francisco. Let me copy hey. their number. Oh yeah, Dylan, you went to uh, San Francisco. How was that? It was a very nice time. Good. Let me see. Can I please just have their phone number? Please. No. Please. For 4,000. Party you are trying to reach does not accept unidentified calls. Oh, man. You know what? I might as well just do your normal. You're not going to be ordering from a Little Caesars in California again. I know, but I don't want them to, like... I don't want him to like report my number or something. Uh, is, to, is that a thing that can happen? To who? The cyber police? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let me just try it. Four one five five eight four four thousand. How can I help you? Hi, um, it it burns when I pee. <laughs> okay, well that <laughs> Did they just that immediately that. Count on, you know? She was just silent, so I hung up after that. I think she was oh, just okay. about to hang up. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> that was a lot of uh, build up for that. Yeah. Build up. That was pretty anticlimactic. Yeah, but yeah, whatever. Though. Prank calls, you always have so much from prank calls. Okay, are you guys ready <clears throat> to end out our first episode? I think I'd so. I'd say I am. Yeah. Okay. I've been Gabriel. Uh, I have been Gunner. Um, I, I guess I have been Dylan. I have been Ben. 
And thank you for listening to Rally of the Twist. We will catch you two weeks from now. Ben, I, Gunner, do you have any um, teaser for the next episode? Oh, let's just say it's going to be mysterious. Oh, okay. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.